Dallas offense be different without this run? That's a good question. Um, obviously, as talented as there is in the league, and it's, um, you know, anytime you lose a play like that, it's difficult. But saying that, it's not like they don't have other weapons. You know, they have Jason Witten and Cole Beasley and Terrence Williams and, and one of the better, I mean, the way he's playing right now, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, you know, running the show. So you're going to lose a player because of Dez's, you know, what a dynamic football player he is, but it's not like there's a huge discrepancy they don't have other people in there so we, we expect him to operate you know the key to that offense is the quarterback uh, and he's playing at a really high level right now it's a small sample but how does it look the running game look different without DeMarco it, they're similar plays you know they're still trying to run stretch and and, uh, and get up on the linebackers and get the ball to the perimeter and um, you know that the scheme hasn't changed uh, they just used to have used multiple running backs with uh, Randall and McFadden and with Dunbar narrative that uh, the offense, anybody can run behind that offensive line. Does that hold up when you look at the film? I don't, I'm not into narratives. They're, they had a good running game against the Giants. What, uh, Mulk, what happened to him and... Torres bicep tendon on a field goal or, a, or an extra point, whichever one. I'm not sure exactly which one was on, but I think it was the last one. So he tore his bicep tendon. So it's a three to four month recovery. So he's uh, he's been put on IR and Julian Vandervelde has been brought back. Julian and Josh, who would be most likely the backup center? We're going to let the week go out, yeah. I mean, we just Julian just got back, so we'll see how it plays out, see how that we handle it here through our training sessions. How do you balance in the running game uh, backs needing carries to get into a rhythm and also if it's not working and other stuff is working, just going with the other stuff? I think you're, you're, you're always trying to get what moves the offense, you know, and there are going to be times when we run the ball 60 times and there's going to be times when we have to pass the ball 60 times and I just think it's it's how the game expresses itself you know and in where you are you know you don't know if you're going to be up 20 to 3 or are you down 20 to 3 I think a lot of that is is that you got to let the game play itself out so that's always been our approach the things that uh, Atlanta had success with on defense sort of clogging the middle a little bit and mm -hmm. keeping you underneath are those is that a template that also matches up to what Dallas is good at and where are their strengths defensively well Dallas has a very good defensive line um, and, and they do a good job of mixing and matching both man and zone on the back end of it. And then obviously I think it's a little bit different look now uh, with Sean Lee back at linebacker uh, who played really, really well against us two years ago. Um, can really run and play sideline to sideline uh, who wasn't there last year. So, you know, they, they've got a couple, they got a little bit different defense than Atlanta, but um, really talented at all three levels. Does, does Lee look the same as he did two years ago? He looks healthy and ready. Unfortunately, yes. Is that, how are you? How are you health-wise? Everybody out Besides there? Mulk, everybody should be out there, too, except for uh, Tutu's going through with uh, the concussion protocol. You had mentioned yesterday about the guard play. Um, what did you think of how the tackles played uh, on the outside? Um, we got beat on on a twist once, you know, and I just think it was a pass-off deal. Um, but those guys did a decent job, in, uh, uh, you know, in the opening game, both Lane and, and JP. Good place your Cowboys came in here and, and beat you on your home field. Mm -hmm. Does that uh, do players think about that, or is that a talking point going into this game uh, with the guys who were here last year? Well, we've been here going into year three. They beat us on our field, and we beat them on their field. So we hope we can change that because we're playing on our field this time. So, no, but we haven't really, we haven't talked about. You know, I mean, it's every game is a must-win, so it's not added motivation. Hey, we're at home. We got to play harder. It's you know, we got to go out and play a really good Dallas team, and uh, whether it's whether it would be in Dallas or here, you know, we we got to play a good football game.
Is Marcus practicing full today? Marcus Smith is, yes. So we'll see what, you know, he's been, they said he's going to go full. We'll see how long that goes, but um, that's what we're anticipating. What level of control do quarterbacks have um, in terms of audibling at the line? Depends on the play, but they can change things. You know, our protections change all the time, but it's a combination of the center and the quarterback. Um, the quarterback can trump the center. Uh, the center can trump the quarterback. It just depends on how we're doing it. You know, there's certain looks where we're changing things in the run game too. So there's either ors in there. It just depends on how the play call goes in. I guess if, ten, if you run in tempo, it's more difficult. No, we can still change things in tempo too. Did the Falcons just dominate? the offensive line when it came to the running plays, or did they seem to have a pretty good fix on what you were doing out of certain formations? No, I, I think part of it was we, we got away from it. I mean, I, we called a ton of passes in the second half, but you're down 20-3. to three, So, you know, it's a three-score game at that point in time, and you're trying to get back into the game. Uh, we also felt our matchups inside, whether it be our tight ends, our running back, or our inside receivers were a really good um, way for us to move the football. And so... Uh, it, to us, running the ball or throwing the ball, it doesn't matter. We're equal opportunity ball movers, so you, you want to let us give us an opportunity to throw the ball in front of you, and, and we can get the ball. And we still got it in Darren's hands, and we got you know run after the catch. You know, a lot of those times where our back come out of the backfield, that's just to us. We equate that to that's a long handoff. You know, so you, you get the ball to the back in the flat, and he turns it up the field for a gain of ten. That's still the the same concept to us. So they weren't. They didn't have like an extra guy in the box to again to defend the run. I mean, they play the same defense that they always play. So, two inside linebackers, a strong safety, and a nickel guy. So when they stopped the third and one play, <clears throat> I mean, he came in unblocked. Who's? I mean, we should have zoned the whole thing across the front. We were manning a little bit. We should have been in a full zone. Chip, we see this a lot in the NFL when a player goes to another team like Demarco Murray, especially within the division. And there is a human emotion element of it. How do you monitor it, manage it with a situation like this in a game like this with DeMarco? I think it just depends on the player. You know, I think DeMarco's a very grounded uh, individual, you know, and he's, he's pretty, you know, consistent in his approach every day that he's here. You know, he's not an up and down guy. You know, I think sometimes I just think it depends on the individual, but he's, he's been fine. You know, we'll, Monitor him just like we monitor all our players this week, but I haven't seen any change in him because of it, it's Dallas week and he played for Dallas. The pass run distribution aside, he played 45% of the snaps. Do you want him on the field more, or is, is, is that kind of part of the depends, It depends on how the game gets expressed. So. And, and, and it was because of the matchup with Sproles and Higgs? Yeah, there's some interesting things that Darren brought to us in that game. So. With 2 2 out, what's that do you special teams wise? Well, he's just out today, so. I don't know. I mean, he could be back tomorrow. So, again, we'll address it like we normally do at the, at the end of the week. You know, everybody will get reps, but if he's out, then we'll make a decision Who's later in the week. Uh, at Gunner, I think it was Huff and Rowe at that point in time. We're, we were rotating four Gunners. We had Huff, Rowe, and Biggers, and Tutu. So it was one of one of those. I don't know if we punted after that, though. Jacob's jumping down into the slot against Atlanta, and Chris coming in to play the safety spot. Is that formation we're happy with? You got enough out of it? Is that yeah, happy? Malcolm did a really nice job, and Chris did a really nice job. But again, a lot of it was because of what Atlanta did. A lot of times Julio ended up in the slot, so we wanted a bigger physical guy in there. Um, so it, it can change this week depending on how you know we think they're going to change. And, if, and is Dallas going to change with Dez being out? Are they going to move some of their guys around? Now that Rose is one of the top five defensive backs there, do you 
Now that was a game plan for Atlanta, so to say he's not one of our top five defensive backs is I was just, I, I, was, I was asking based on what you did against Atlanta, but are, are yeah. you well, We'll have a different game plan this week. So are you cross-training corners? We cross-train everybody, so once we get into the season. Change the what? Change the math. I think they still have 11. So I would say it doesn't change the math much. I mean, they're still going to have a guy that takes his spot. So, you know, I, I don't think uh, the difficulty of playing them is that they have other weapons. So it was, you know, you're worried about Dez, but you're worried about Witten, but you're worried about Beasley. It's, you know, you have to be worried about Terrence Williams also. So, um, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know how much it changes the math um, in, terms of their, in terms of how they're going to deploy their guys. And you won't know until you see what their game plan is. You know, how, what are they going to do? Are they going to play with two tight ends? And is it going to be Escobar and two receivers most of the game? So you, you can't sit there and say, well, Dez is out. They're going to do this because we, we don't dictate what they do. We have to react to what they do. So is it a second tight end? Um, you know, Escobar is another really good football player. Is, is that we're going to see more 12 than we planned on seeing? So we still have to plan on, you know, 11, uh, 21, 12, you know, in terms of playing these guys and then see how what their game plan is, how, it, how the game starts to express itself. Cause, and that's the, that's the one thing with their depth that can make it difficult for you. It's not just Dez is out, the other receiver comes in the game. They don't have to do that. They can move Beasley outside or they can play with Terrence Williams and, and uh, still and then just play with two tight ends and then that becomes a different game for us in that, that aspect. So. Why well, apply that to, what, to, to last week then? Did, did you see the Giants change the way they played in game because Dez wasn't in there anymore? No, I didn't. I think the one thing about Tony, um, besides having the skill to make all the throws, is he's just so intelligent. Um, very rarely are they in a bad play. I mean, a lot of times he's using the whole play clock. Uh, he's changing protections. He's changing runs, doing a lot of different things there because he has so much, so much experience there and been around so long. So um, he's he just so smart at playing the position. Um, very rarely does he get caught in a bad play. So what you were saying earlier, like, are, are you saying that like who you use at nickel could change game to game based on who you're playing and how the game plan goes and stuff like that? So it's exactly. not necessarily be Malcolm, let's say, against Dallas. Exactly. And what kind of factors would go into? How they're playing it. You know, what are, what are they doing and who is that guy? You know, obviously, is it Escobar? You know, is it Beasley? Depending on how they're deploying their guys. Is really will dictate how we deploy our, our guys. So then, so, so then, Roe, for example, could be could be in the mix. Yes. Yeah. So which is better? Is it better for them to have Des and you know how to prepare, or not have Des and you don't know how to prepare? I'd say the latter. <laughs> you talked yesterday. <laughs> He's really good. So I mean, so put a little bit more on the coaches and a little bit less on covering Des. I think we'd we'd opt for that. We can figure out what they said in the game because we get a chance to match it. So um, we just know he won't be playing. So yesterday you talked a little bit about technique, and, and I know that's what Corey Unlin has been talking since he came here. Was it alarming to have technique problems in the secondary? Uh, no, nah, I think you have technique problems everywhere <clears throat> in game one. You know, it's something you have to constantly work at. We had technique problems on the perimeter blocking. Uh, we had technique problems up front. We had technique problems, I think, at every position. I think every team's the same. You know, it's not just, hey, we covered that in camp. We're good to go. I mean, it's a it's an ongoing process of, of honing your fundamentals. Two more questions, guys.
Nico's uh, ability to cover tight ends. I mean, mm -hmm. do you like the matchup of him against people like Witten? Yeah, well, anybody matched up with Witten is going to be a handful just because of how talented he is. But, you know, one of the things about Kiko is he's a true three-down linebacker like Michael. And the fact that when we're in our nickel right now, we can leave two linebackers on the field because of how athletic those two guys are has really been a big help for us. You know, last year we featured a little bit more dime. Um, this year we haven't run as much dime right now just because of what Kiko and, and Michael can do. They both have the ability to run, and they both got some uh, – some size to him, so they're not going to get bounced around a little bit in there. He's played really well for us, you know, and the, and the best players play. And I thought he played well for us again on uh, against Atlanta, and, and um, you know, I think he's just he's gotten stronger, he's gotten more technical. I think he's he he you see him coming and developing as a player. Had a really good preseason for us. Thanks, guys.